name to seek our God more spiritual, financial wisdom concern, the truth about financial wisdom. So we pray this morning, Lord God, thanksgiving to you for what you've already done and taught us in the area of financial wellness and all the other areas that we've been seeking the truth on. We thank you for what you're about to teach us this morning through Tony's instruction. And we thank you for what you're going to teach us and what we're going to learn and mature in and have understanding in in the future. So we give you all the praise, glory, and honor for what I hear about to hear our hearts about to see and what we're about to learn for building our future of optimal overall wellness and area of financial wellness, spiritual wellness, emotional wellness, occupational wellness, environmental wellness, emotional wellness, and social wellness. So Father, use uh, the teacher today, God, the teachers, and we'll use our ears to hear and to learn, God, what it is you have in store for us. We give you praise, God, and honor for it right now. In Jesus' name, we offer this prayer to the God above who we are praying. Let me show us great and mighty things. Thank you for it now, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, I have to do the song, Tony Stokes, our teacher for the day. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, um, kind of want to remind everyone, you know, what we're doing this for. Back, uh, I, I can't remember, it's been a month or two now, but the past, Pastor Lester and the pastors came to me. You know, we want our people to have financial wellness, to know what's going on with their their taxes and their money going, you know, to our state, local, state, federal government, just to have an idea of what's going on to make better plans. And so we kind of uh, went down the path of, of what our federal government kind of takes in as far as taxes, what they divvy out and how and why. So I, I, I want to combine two things. I got a question earlier this week from something totally different about business classifications and the difference. And I want to go over that, but I also want to tie it into, you know, like we've said, part of our, idea of retiring, not um, not relying solely on the federal government or the state government, um, knowing what they're doing and why they're doing what they're doing with our tax income. And one of those avenues they get it from is business. So I want to kind of tie those two in, kind of loosely, but want to tie those two in. That way, any of the, any of our people, our great people in the kingdom of God, some of them decide to you know, just have an investment fund. Some of them decide to start business. Some of them decide to do real estate. Some of them just don't know, so they haven't made that decision yet. So I want to go over businesses as A, how this, you know how they're basically set up. B, you do have to pay taxes. That goes to the federal government and our government, decides, state and federal, I should say local, state, federal, um, in what they do with that money. But it also is a great building for your retirement. Because when you decide to, A, stop working, you know, a job, you have a business that's running, or B, you're a full-time business owner, you want to retire, hand it over to your your, your family or whoever you hire to manage that business. So um, without further ado, I had this question, so I wanted to go over with you guys very quick 
or I hope it's quick. I tend to ramble some, but I hope it's quick on the different business classifications. Um, know that they are taxed just at different rates and um, pretty much how to go about starting or looking into starting one on the legal side and tax side. So business classification is basically four. You got uh, corporations, you got sole proprietorship, you got LLC, limited liability uh, companies or corporation, and then you got LLP, limited liability partnerships. Now, for each one, there's pluses and minuses, good and bad. Um, after this, please, you can either call me or talk to a financial advisor, a lawyer, whoever you will. Talk to your business partners. If you have them in the South, what's best for you? Generally speaking with small businesses, it isn't that drastic of a financial hit. If you pick one a few years down the road, you want to change. It's not, you know, you're not doing anything illegal. You're not doing anything wrong unless the purpose is illegal and the intent, intent is illegal. Then you'll have issues there. But if you just want to change to a different business class, there's nothing legal. You just change the filing, nothing illegal about it, nothing bad about it. You won't get in trouble for doing it. You will incur costs, but not much. So anyway, we got C-Corps or corporations. Um, a corporation, a full C-Corp, is a separate and legal entity, and it has shareholders. These are the big ones like Apple, uh, Google. They're on the public market. You can buy and sell shares publicly. And then there's plenty of private full corporations that many of us don't even know. They're just small businesses or medium-sized businesses running in our neighborhoods. And they basically have an amount of over 100, usually 10,000 or more shares available to the public. Some local and state governments mandate that when you create a corp or C corp that you offer in the newspaper a certain amount of shares to be bought. Um, many, many states don't, or they don't follow that kind of heavily. They don't police that. But that is something that some states mandate, not all, but some. So that's a corporation, 1,000 shares or more, or many people do like 10,000, but 1,000 shares or more. You have um, officers in positions in the corporation, whether it be two, three, or four. Sometimes you have a whole board, depending on how you set your corporation up. Um, but that's a corporation. A sole proprietorship is unincorporated and owned by one individual. So... Um, the difference between a C-Corp and a sole proprietorship, there are many, but the basic or the foundational one is C-Corp has many, many shares, many, many possible shareholders, and they pay a low tax rate. It has its own tax rate, and then any profits that trickle down to the individual or the shareholders, they also have to pay taxes again. A sole proprietorship is one individual owner, and there is a flow-through or a pass-through tax burden, which means any pluses and minuses that the sole proprietorship incurs, the good and the bad, the, the revenue minus the expenses, so anything you got left over, whether it's positive or negative, that becomes the individual's tax liability. It passes through to the individual. So if you owe, a th if the business owes a thousand dollars in taxes, that flows through to the individual and that individual has to pay that thousand plus whatever they have as an individual citizen. If they are 
if they are owed taxes or have a negative liability, they can subtract that of the business from their personal. So that's a pass through. Corporations, generally speaking, they're about between 15 and 25% tax. So your profits from a corporation is taxed by itself individually as the corporation, the own entity, between 15, 25%. And then any profits that are given to or distributed to the people who own it, the shareholders who own it, they also have to pay taxes on that. So they call it double taxation. Um, LLC, very flexible. It has a flow through, but it has limited liability. So anything that goes right or wrong in a sole proprietorship, so better yet, if anything that goes wrong in a sole proprietorship and you are taken to court, usually civil, but you're taken to court and there are judgments against you, the sole proprietorship is responsible for all of those judgments. So if I go to Lester Corp LLC, or or I'm sorry, Lester Corp sole proprietorship, and it hurts my leg, Lester Corp has to pay a certain amount, and whatever Lester Corp can't pay, Lester Hayes has to pay to make me whole. For LLC, if I go to Lester Lester Corp LLC, he turns around, the company has a limited liability to pay, and the person does not. So it kind of protects. There are some avenues and some legal standards that they do have to pay, but it is a limited liability and it is a protection for the company. We got LLP, which is limited liability partners. They're owned by two or more partners. This is usually reserved for uh, certified, so like doctors, lawyers, accountants. When you see, um, when you see. James Wilson and Wittenheimer Legal, that's a partnership. Those three are licensed as attorneys or accountants or doctors, and they build a partnership. Within an LLP, there are general partners, limited partners, and limited liability partners. And there are many legal definitions and actual legal terms. So I always say, make sure you check with the lawyer. If you're unsure, make sure you check with the lawyer with all four of these. But when we come to the LLP, a general partner or general partnership means the partners who are general partners are involved in the business. They're involved in the day-to-day. So if it's a legal partnership or a lawyer or esquire, it's a partnership with lawyers. You have two general partners or three, however many have. Those general partners are active in the day-to-day. They're active in the legal process. They're active in gaining clients and working for clients. A limited partnership or a limited partner in that partnership may have just contributed some money, may every now and then contribute some uh, knowledge or contribute some help, but they're not a general partner. They're not active in the day-to-day. And then the limited liability is a is a derivative of limited partnership, which means they get some of the pass-through, uh, but they're also protected liability. Usually this is reserved for retirees. So they started this partnership 20 years ago, and 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 Pastor Lester's ready to retire. So he passes on the reins. He still wants to make some profit, but he's not general or he's not a limited. He just he gets some protection and limited liability, but he also gets some income because he was an original founder, original partner, I should say, and he chooses with the partners to pull back some, take a back seat, but still be part of it.
That's LLP. Um, now, there are three basic derivatives or basic basic C corps, three different types of basic C corps or corporations. The C corp, which is commonly known, is the most common. It's taxed individually. Always remember, a C corp is an individual by itself. As far as the IRS is concerned, it is a separate entity. It is an entity by itself. And a C-Corp must have a going concern. Going concern means no matter what happens, the plan or the idea for this entity is to keep going. Even if the founding CEO passes away, even if the, the shares change hands year after year after year, the business, the entity, wants to keep going and provide a service for a fee. Uh, S-Corp is very similar to a C-Corp with LLC kind of benefits. So S-Corp has two to 100 partners or shareholders, and that partners are shareholders, um, cannot have more than 100. So generally speaking, between two and 100 shareholders, they also have pass-through tax, um, pass taxes. So you have the liability or the benefit of the pass-through taxes. You might have to pay some, or you might get the rent, write some down, because the, the C Corp or the S Corp didn't quite do as well this year. And the third is nonprofit. Um, that's usually reserved for like uh, uh, churches. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, nonprofit, they're not nonprofits, uh, uh, volunteer services, companies that, um, uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word, but companies that do good for the community without a fee. So what they do is all the income must be spent on either current or future endeavors, i.e. for a church or i.e. anything that does anything with um, for kids or say we have mental health, we have for women, um, shelters, different things like that that provide a service to the community. Those are nonprofits. And it's kind of what, like it says in the name, nonprofit. You, you are allowed to pay your employees you are allowed to pay the CEO. They're an employee. You are allowed to pay um, expenses. You are allowed to pay those things. At the end, any profit that is left over from the revenue minus the expenses, any profit that's left over must be put towards the nonprofit or the organization's main goal. So if you're trying to stop hunger, it must be put towards stopping hunger. If you're to help protect children or help protect women, it must be going to those things that the nonprofit was set up for. You'll hear a lot of 501s, 503s, and then you hear CB. Those are just tax codes. So you have a 501C. That's just in the tax code, section 501, or yeah, 501 or 503, subsection C or B or D. Those are just tax codes. That's where you find the law for that type of organization. So when you hear that, you don't have to be scared. It's just telling you that's where the tax code is at that covers that type of business. Uh, when you go to start these businesses, or better yet, let's go back to the taxes. Um, corporations, I think it's between 15 and 25%, but that's the corporation itself because remember, it's a separate entity. So proprietorship, that depends on where you're flying, where the combined income, taxable income, Register. So remember, we are a uh, a step shelf or a, a, a uh, I can't. I'm blanking on the word. We're a progressive tax rate. We have a progressive tax rate. 
So 10,000 is taxed at a certain percent. The 10,001 and 20,000 is taxed at a certain percent on and on and on. So wherever the personal and the sole proprietorship, wherever your personal and that business, the total taxable income rate is where you'll be at. So be careful about that. Now you're also allowed to write it off. So if you have a loss in the company, but personally you have a gain, you can balance that off and have a lower tax burden. LLCs are the same as when it was passed through. So whatever you personally made as the human being, the person, and then whatever you person, and then whatever the business made, that passes through to you. And when you combine that as taxable income, that dictates your tax rate. Uh, that same thing with the limit the LLP. When you set these up, they're fairly simple. They're a lot simple than many people believe. This is why I also say early on. Don't be afraid to change it if you need to later on, if it better suits you or your business has grown to the point where you need to, or you just didn't know, and now that you know you want to change, it's not that difficult. But you can either hire a lawyer that specializes in this, or you can, many, many states, I know Florida, Georgia, I want to say Alabama, um, Tennessee, you can go online and just fill out the, the standard paperwork. It's much cheaper and it's the exact same thing that any legal Zoom or any lawyer would do. They just charge you a slightly higher fee. But if you do not feel comfortable or you just want to make sure, by all means, find a lawyer who specializes in this, go through them and ask all the questions in your state or in your county. But generally speaking, you can go online, Secretary of State, whether it be Secretary of State in Florida, Secretary of State in Georgia, Alabama, whatever your state is or whatever state you want to incorporate in. out the paperwork. Generate C Corps. You just need to name your board of directors. You need to name your address. Contact each board of directors. Give them a title. Um, you do have to have um, articles of incorporation. Just basic basic things. How many shares? Um, what's your going concern? Uh, who's, who's initiating and who are the board of directors? It's very, very simple. Do not overthink it. Do not make it harder than it is. If you, if you notice a demand in the community and you're willing to supply that demand with a service or a good, just be honest. There's no need to be scared or worried. Just be honest. You, you, you see a demand, you're trying to supply that demand or a fee that's just a business and you're doing the right thing. However, if you ever feel uncomfortable, please reach out to a lawyer. Let them talk you through. It's very simple. But as I said, Secretary of State, it's fairly, you have to, you know, pay anywhere from 50, 75, maybe $100 for the filing. And then it's another $50, I think, for the paperwork. Um, but it varies from state to state, but it's fairly cheap. I think LegalZoom can do all of this from maybe three, $400, four, $500 and up, depending on how huge or how much, I mean, pieces of paper you're being charged for. Remember, they pay per, or they charge per page. Very similar to an accountant. Um, also talk to your accountant, see what might fit, see what legal options and what tax options would fit you best. Some people don't like C-Corps because it's double taxation. So the company is taxed at 15 and then Tony is taxed at another 25. Some people don't like that double taxation. 
Um, I probably don't mind it because if I don't take an income, if I just reinvest that money into the company, then I don't get taxed. So I'm fine with that. Me personally, I'm fine with that. Many people, um, once they learn that, it makes a great option. But it's something you have to look for for your individual situation or individual business you've already started or looking to start. But um, yes, talk to an accountant, talk to um, a lawyer about setting up the proper business structure, the proper business classification. What works for you? There's many, 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 like I said, LLP works great. And it's it's generally set up for um, professional, licensed professionals, i.e. doctors, lawyers, accountants. It's set up for them, you know, dentists, veterinarians. It's set up for those um, particularly to help benefit them. Doesn't mean it can't benefit you, but there are many tax benefits that is designed for to help out partnerships. So those are the basic a basic overview of business, how to classify a business, possibly how to start a business or reclassify a business if you get some advice from a lawyer or an accountant and there are better tax advantages and better legal advantages for you. Um, any companies get to write off a lot of things where we as individuals don't get to write off. So that's something you can look into. It doesn't mean start a company just to write stuff off. It's not what I'm advising you to do. That's not what I'm telling you. What I am saying is you can talk to a lawyer, you can talk to an accountant, and they can say, hey, do you use this truck predominantly 100% for business? Then the company can pay the insurance, the company can pay the upkeep, therefore the company can write it off so it lowers the company's tax rate or tax base versus you paying it and getting nothing written off for your tax. Little things like that. Different businesses have different pluses and minuses. Different businesses have different benefits. Therefore, talk to an accountant, talk to a lawyer to see your specific business or your specific industry if they have any tax benefits for a specific business classification. That's a very general rundown of um, one of the options that we have as individuals to A, prepare ourselves for retirement, prepare ourselves for something that's going to pay us back in the long run when we do retire, when we're ready to settle down. But also, that tax liability that's going to Uncle Sam and, and, you know, Uncle State, whether it be Georgia, Florida, or any of the 50, uh, you know how much and where it's going, and you got a good idea why. But just a general overview of business classifications um, and a very quick rundown of how to start one. It's very simple. If you have an honest, if you see an honest need in the market, in your community, in your area, there's a need, there's a demand, and you have a good idea that can supply that demand or supply that service, supply and demand will create a price. And that price is what you sell that that demand for, or that price is what you sell that good or services for to the public. That's a business, that's all it is. If you're doing it by yourself, that's a sole proprietorship. If you're doing it under cover of a limited liability, or you're doing it under cover of a C-Corp, full corporation, you can do it. Doesn't, you know, Apple started somewhere small, I believe. Hewitt Packer started as a sole proprietorship, uh, or LLC, I believe. Um, it might have been Google. No, it was eBay that started as a sole proprietorship. So that was one person buying stuff, selling it online, buying stuff. I remember when eBay came around, 
they would get little warehouses and little shopping centers just buy the stuff and then stick it all in this, this little shopping center, kind of like a store on the corner. You can go in personally and buy or you can buy online. I remember those days when they did that. And they might still be doing it or just have bigger warehouses, but I do remember the eBay storefronts. But uh, it started off as a sole proprietorship. Now it's a C-Corp and it's listed. It's a public corp that you can buy shares on any app or any, any um, uh, investment company. You can buy shares of eBay now, but it started as a sole proprietorship. So A, if you see a need and willing to s- supply that need, start a business. Um, doesn't matter how you start it. If you got the time and the money, do a little investigation, get a lawyer, get an accountant, see what they think. If you don't, start a business. And as you gain the funds, reinvest into that business that you get the what's best for you and the business to continue a going concern and get you the best tax advantages that you can. Don't, you know, don't evade taxes. Don't run from paying the taxes you owe. But set yourself up so you owe the least amount of taxes. I'm not telling you not pay taxes. Make sure you set yourself up to succeed. That way you're paying the minimum amount that you, that way you owe the minimum amount and then you pay that amount. All right, guys, any questions? Um, any comments? Any questions? With no comments and questions, I can just turn it over to uh, either Pastor Lester or Pastor Eric, whoever, you know, who's ever taken over. But um, as usual, if you guys got any questions for me, any topics that you just, on the sidebar, you just want to know about or ask my advice, or you want me to talk about on the next on the next uh, uh, teaching, please let me know. Please reach out. If not, I got plenty of things we can discuss and go over. But yeah, guys, if you got any questions, concerns, anything about businesses, setting up a business, using it as a retirement, um, and then taking advantage taking advantage of the tax advantages and understanding those please just reach out give me a call or answer or ask it today but with uh with that said pastor lester uh pastor eric go ahead you guys